united in our common interest. Perhaps it's faith that today is the 4th of July and you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live, to exist. And should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. You want me to do it or you want to go? Yeah. All right. Hi, welcome to Friends. My name is Chen Rubing. I'm Phoebe. I don't know her last name. <laughs> What's her last name? Phoebe and Ursula. <laughs> Phoebe Gates? Gates? No. Phoebe. That's an actor. Oh, yes. <laughs> I forgot. I keep wanting to say Geller, but that's Ross and... Oh, that's uh, Mon- Monica Geller. Yeah. Who are you, Dan? Wait, no one knows who Dan oh, really yeah. is. Oh, <laughs> uh, We're actually not the Friends. Um, we're the Face Chuggers. My name is Carlos. My name's Mandy. And this episode, we have a special guest. His name is Dan. He is our old friend. Hello, Dan. Say hello. Hi, everybody. Ooh, he's got a good voice for radio. <laughs> Some soft, like smooth, a little bit velvety. Hey, Dan used to have a podcast I would be the guy himself. that works at Central Park, just so you know. <laughs> Dan is Gunther. Thank you. That at least you're fair. not Marcel. <laughs> Or at least you're not Ross, because Ross um, is the worst. You can be Ross. Yeah. No, you're more Ross. <laughs> we were on a break! <laughs> Alright, um, we've known Dan for five million years, and um, here we are. <laughs> so no one told us life was going to be this way, so... <laughs> I'm sorry, in advance. Your life's a joke, you broke. Your love life's DOA. Um, anyway. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Mandy, what movie are we doing today? Happy Independence Day, guys! Yay! We are doing the one, the only, ID4. ID4. I had no idea it was called that until right now. (laughs) Why? Because what was the four mean? Oh, Fourth of July. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Yep. All right. Okay, we're going to get your history of the movie, Dan. What do you remember? Do you remember your first time seeing it, or how much oh, did you like there it? There was a lot of hype when I was uh, younger leading up to the movie. It came out in 96, and it was the summer before my senior year in high school, so it was like a big deal to go and watch this movie. So you saw it at the theater? I saw it at the uh, Santicos at... Uh, the South Side. Century Plaza? Century Plaza. <laughs> oh, that's where I saw this movie. Before it was the Mayan, exactly. And yeah. it was incredible. That's a good theater. It was. We were there for the midnight showing, and I think we probably saw it again the next day. Dang. Dang. Is indeed. it one of your faves like ours? It, it's a classic. I love it. Dang. I wouldn't say it's in the top oh, ten, but it's, it's, it's way up there. It's not in your top ten? Really? It's in my top ten. Really? Of yeah, alien movies? Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Okay. Ever our top five? What? Top, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That episode that was so long ago, Mandy. <sighs> I have so many things going on right so now. Last year. 
Um, what's your history? Uh, yeah, I saw it at, this is 96, so I was 16 years old, and I saw it at Century Plaza, because it's five minutes away from my house, and, yeah. It, yeah, it was good, it was, I mean, you know, that's a good teenage boy movie. Yeah, for real. It's I got saw, Will I Smith, mean, post, uh, or was he still doing Fresh Prince, was this This was his first big movie yeah, after Fresh Prince. Okay. Right? Or after? Oh, he had, uh, done, um... He had done Bad Boys at the oh, wrapping okay. up, and uh-huh. this was his first movie after. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. But the big thing for me was this is the first movie I ever had to pre-buy tickets for. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Because yeah. it was so big? Yeah. yeah. That's what she said? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was taking a sip. I couldn't do it. I was, I guess so, I was in sixth grade then, if it came out then, so I have no memory of my childhood, so I couldn't tell you if I saw it in the theater or at home, but... <laughs> Uh, but I've always liked it, and I will watch it anytime it's on. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It's in my top five. Yep, yep. Because you can't go wrong with Will Smith, and you can't go wrong with Bill Paxton. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Daddy Jeff Goldblum. Daddy Jeff Goldblum. Carlos is daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this joke has gotten, like, way out of hand. Like, one of my Facebook friends keeps sending me posts about Daddy Goldblum stuff. I'm like, I mean, Yes. But also... He is your real father. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. That man with a mustache is not my father. Um, Senor Carlos. So, Mandy, anything yes. that you want to talk about? What about you? Have you... I watched anything? six movies this whole weekend. What the fuck is wrong with you? What do you mean what's wrong with Oh, me? depression? No. <laughs> I'm doing pretty great. I'm... Good job. I'm in pretty good, okay mood. Oh, uh, are they old movies, new movies? Uh, m- mostly old. That's yeah. yeah. You want to talk about one of them? I'll give you the options. Sure, go ahead. All right, Let's so go. I watched The Ice Storm. That's from, you know, a while ago. I watched The Elephant Man, Silence of the Lambs I rewatched. I watched a movie called Phoenix from a couple of years back. I watched a movie called Black Narcissus from, like, 64. And I watched an Indian movie called Pather Panchali from, like, uh, 50s, I think. Okay. Maybe 60s. I saw some of your Instagram yeah. posts, so. Yeah. I, Silence of the Lambs is the only one I would agree to talk about. Okay. <laughs> we can talk about it. What are we talking about? I don't know, just general stuff. Uh, That's like we always do. Like, we t- should talk Riverdale. We should what talk. do you think about Silence of the Lambs, Dan? That was an amazing thing. <laughs> I love that movie. I will say the interesting thing about Silence of the Lambs is... It's an interesting midpoint. Like, that's the beginning of, like, serial killer movies... Yeah. But, like, as horror movies. Like, because anything before that was kind of a thriller. Yeah. But after that is, like, Seven, where it's all gross and horror movie stuff. So it's a weird, like, dividing point, I yeah. feel like. Yeah, it, like, started it all. Yeah, like, it's not even that gross. Like, it's I mean, not, no. No, I mean, there's stuff in there that's... There's some gross parts, but... Yeah. I, I think even me watching it when I was young, which I shouldn't have, but I did, mm-hmm. um, I was terrified of the movie. I was scared of it. And it wasn't even the gory. It was just the feeling of the movie yeah. the whole time. Like, I knew something scary was going on, yeah. but I didn't exactly understand what, yeah. what it was, I guess. Or you don't know that these bad people could be living right around the corner yeah. from yeah. Well, Buff- Buffalo Bill is pretty creepy. Yeah. Even though he's, like, problematic now. Yeah. Yeah. But he's he still gay. He's, he's white nationalist or something? No, he's gay. Oh. <laughs> Why is he problematic? Uh, because it's picturing a gay person as wanting to be, like, murderous, kind of, like... 
Oh. It's stereotyping that kind of okay. a thing a little bit. Like, yeah, I don't think it really does that. I mean, it does kind of do like that. Like trying to put them on a bad light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah. But it, the movie does kind of... They, they tiptoe... Not tiptoe, but they t- t- kind of say... Uh, could I stutter anymore? Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, look, I am Chandler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they're trying to say, like, no, most, like, uh, transvestites or, uh, I think that's what they call them in the movie, sorry, uh, uh, are pretty passive and, you know, the opposite of a serial killer. So they're kind of trying to, like, you know, rationalize it. Yeah. But I think they still got some st- things wrong. It's the 90s. Yeah. What are you going to do? It was a terrible time. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, if you want to get started... Let's go. Dan, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Don't fall asleep now. I'm going to try this. Put a salt on his beer. There we go. Hey, welcome back to Earth, <laughs> motherfuckers. Yeah. All right. Before we get into the movie, Carlos, what did you do today? Uh, well, I was drinking Power and Lights. I had four of those, and now I'm on a Shiner Light Blonde. This is the last one of these, so if I drink more during the show, it'll be something different. And you'll be drunk. Yes. Dan, what are you drinking? Oh, I started off with uh, a Spirnoff lemonade or watermelon <laughs> and it was delicious and then I tried a Malibu kiwi strawberry and it was just too girly so I had to add some tequila <laughs> wow it was so sweet it was really super sweet but <laughs> the tequila made it actually really really delicious sure. and now I'm finishing up with a couple of Modelo's here with some uh, salt lime and they are excellent yeah it is I miss it um, I'm just drinking red wine I had a uh, Burning Cavalier, and now I'm on to a Charles Shaw red wine blend from Trader Joe's. Trader Hose. <laughs> and it's Dilly Soso. Well, the first one you had earlier smelled fantastic. It what? Was, the wine? Yeah, it smelled really good. Oh, you smelled it? You smelt it? Oh, did you dealt it? <laughs> <laughs> all right. We all know about this movie. Who Do doesn't? we? You know what? I feel like younger people don't know about this movie. They have to. It's on TV 24-7. Not 24-7. Especially when it's July 4th. They play it literally all day long. Yeah, but they don't watch TV. They watch YouTube or Netflix. Yeah, those losers. <laughs> so, they definitely don't get the jokes. You yeah, think so? It's, it's kind of sad. This movie is from 1996. That's 30 years ago. <laughs> I feel like everybody should know this movie. But that's what old people thought about movies we should know. Like and that what? we're like, that's dumb. Like what? Uh, I don't know. Hollywood Boulevard? What the fuck is that? Exactly. <laughs> Alright. Well, then, should we give us a synopsis and, and talk about the cast? Or do you think that... Yeah, let's give a synopsis. I mean, we have to. Like... What if someone has not watched Who this movie? Who wants to do it? Dan, do you want to do the honors? Do you want to get a synopsis? Are you, are you too drunk? I can do I'm it. not too drunk. I just think uh, I need to just follow up and give some comments. He's the guest. Okay, in like five lines. It's a lot of pressure. Okay, 
Carlos, go. Aliens attack the United States. Jeff Goldblum is a super genius uh, cable guy, and he figures out their code. He's married to a woman that are they're now separated. That works in the White House with uh, Bill Pullman, who is the president, who used to be a pi- fighter pilot in the Gulf War, and he is now the president. And we follow his story, Jeff Goldblum's story, and the story of a pilot. Uh, Will Smith, who ends up meeting with them later, and also the story of a drunk who now uh, basically um, crop crop dusts fields, but he's kind of a loser, and he had been abducted by aliens, supposedly, and his family kind of disrespects him, and all these stories collide, and we fight for our Independence Day. Woo! America! (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let me just um, say, I said Bill Paxton earlier. I meant Bill Pullman. Yes. It's a common mistake. They are both adorable human beings, but we're talking about Bill Pullman here. Rest in peace, Paxton. Yeah. First of all, I didn't realize how long this movie was. This movie is two and a half hours. Yes. It's kind of too long. (laughs) Yes. And I know the exact point where it gets too long. Where? The point where we just kind of like stop paying attention. It's about two hours in, and it's a good 20-minute chunk, like, where we're trying to nuke them. Oh, yeah. Like, we're just, like, bored. It's too much military stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. There's a lot of military stuff. That was the time where everybody went up and went to the restroom. Yeah. The yeah. Theater, yeah. About. This, this movie gets into it real quick. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, like, intro music. There's nothing. It's just fucking titles. Like, boom, boom, boom. Like, and, July yeah, July 2nd. Independence Day and the fucking titles and that's it and it's like oh are we starting already okay <laughs> here we go here we go and then we start with the it's moon. the end of the world as we know it we start with the moon the, the whole scene where they're like reading the captions yeah, right from the beginning. Oh. From when we landed. Yeah, it starts out with some uh, yeah, historical. Yeah, that's the beginning. That's before. Yes, that's before. The, the, the that's before more. part is the beginning no, part. Mine begins at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what happens to the animal moon? Nothing, it's just real, real sentimental, kind of like. This movie does this a lot, by the mm-hmm. way. Like, they're very America-fuck-yeah. Like, yeah, a very America-fuck-yeah. And look, <laughs> we live in a different climate now, so we're real cynical about yeah. shit. That's what I was going to say. I wrote this down. Like, it's hard to be so... America-fuck-yeah. Or, or to even celebrate Independence Day now, because we're just like, fuck you. Because we live in a <laughs> dumpster fire? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Garbage, garbage, garbage. Yeah. And then we get to that great song, which I love. Yeah. Yes, R.E.M. And it is, like, precursor to the rest of the movie, I guess. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did want to talk about... Uh, you know, there's a flashback right when they're playing that song from Mariam about uh, you get the whole SETI array with all of the uh, satellite dishes pointing to the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sound that they play, and it's in every movie, it's in contact. Is that the sound that you get when you're listening to space? I guess, or it could be like a movie made sound. Like, that's what I'm wondering. Is it like, is it like, if somebody got together? I forget, and how does it sound? Like it's like a. a oh, that, yeah, kind of Morse Cody in a way. Okay. I guess so. It could be, yeah. There's a lot of movie magic here, guys. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, is the space station really called Space Command? Space Command. Right? <laughs> space Command! It was etched in the window, or it was yeah. on the screen, I guess. I it uh, is. It probably is, which is weird. It sounds like something made up, but okay. But is it part of NASA, then, I guess? Yeah, well, that was at the Pentagon. 
the space community. Yeah. Is that a thing then? It's, it's probably, like this, it's, it's probably, you know what? started off like as a closet and now it's a bigger room and got a bigger room and a bigger mm-hmm. room. Well, I mean, I also had a question with, um, about this, uh, where's it, uh, um, about the whole Space Command thing, uh, I wanted to know if you think that, never mind, okay, I'll ask later, never mind. No, ask now. No, 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 it, 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 it belongs later, I just was thinking about something else at the same time. Okay. We did get a peek of uh, the dad from the Wonder Years that we all picked out. Oh, yeah. He plays one of the uh, generals, generals, I guess. Yeah. One of the guys, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the first peek you get at Rist Robert Loja. Robert Loja. He's, he's from Big. He's also Skeletor in Masters of the Universe, which I want to bring to the show. He's I also the oh, Sopranos for a long time. No one watches the panels here. We're not white guys. We're, we're, we're not guys. It'll, 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 We've been watching. Yeah, we, we watch Riverdale and Bunheads. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There is. Um, we get the Goldblum and Dad relationship. Yes. Which is um, a Jewish. Yeah, it's very. It's, it's very Jewish. Uh, like, yeah, I know Jeff Goldblum is Jewish. But this is the most Jewish character he plays, yeah. right? Like where the faith is really brought up, yeah. and like, and, well, and the dad, Judd Hirsch, who is in Dear John and Taxi, uh, he he was real. He's real funny in this. Yeah, he's, he brings he's, a lot of the comedy in it. Yeah, he's great. He's very funny in this movie. Yes, I remember. Like he's still funny now, but I remember back then he was hilarious. The theater ate him up. Really? Like they loved him. Yeah, the funny Jewish dad was like amazing in the in the theaters. Uh, oh, so here's my first point. Okay. Bill Pullman no. is a Gulf War pilot, and he's this president. So I was looking at Bill Pullman in this movie. This is what Donald Trump thinks he looks like. Like, this this dashing, very, like, kind of respected president. Real, like, handsome. Like, everyone's like, yes, Mr. President, yes. Like, he watched movies, and he thinks this is how, like, he, like, well, and how like, he looks. Yeah. Like, if you were to, like, this is who I'd cast to get. Like... Bill is a pretty good looking guy. He's not, you know, yeah, super attractive, but you know, he's like he's he he, he has a good figure and, and face. And I feel like this is what like uh DT sees all the time. Stop saying his name. It's, it's I said D T. Let's just call him what is it, forty five? He's forty five. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Well, I like the in that intro of the president, they brought in all of those things that were kind of popular at the time. So they talked about the X Files. Oh, that's what I remember. Yeah. When uh, they had the problem, with the uh, satellites, the Dinners. place they were at, they had the Fruitopia, which was oh, like a soft right. drink that I used to drink that. Tried all the to be time. really popular and it never really took off. Well, it was a weird hippie drink, kind of, because that kind of shit was like coming back a little bit in the nineties. I have no idea what you're talking about. Fruitopia. It's like a Snapple, but like a little bit hippier. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. I liked it I better than Snapple. I didn't catch it at all. Dude, Who was drinking it? Oh, they had a, a vending a, machine. A vending uh, that's, like when, uh, uh, that's when David was being really eco-nut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. But then there was a TV program, the McLaughlin Group. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but the guy's still around today. He's the guy that has a show where they sit around and they talk politics. Yeah. And then the need goes bye bye. <laughs> um, and then they brought in 
The day there stood still. Yes. I saw that, right? And then uh, Letterman, too. The good girl mm-hmm. references yeah. Letterman. Who I love. Yeah, it was really great. Yeah. Um, and then we get into some crazy 4th of July shots. Like the, the statue with all the, the troops holding up the flag. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good establishing shot. In the Statue of Liberty. Like, this movie is patriotic. Yeah, as fuck. Well, I want to talk about Harvey Firestein. Who did? Oh, you know the guy. Ah. <laughs> He's real funny. He's got this voice. Oh, yeah, I put that. The uh. gay, gay guy with the raspy voice. Yeah. <laughs> He's really funny, though. Here's, He's so good. He's so good. But here's my question. Like, I, I was watching this now. I was like, he's funny, but not in a, like, cheesy way. But I, I'm wondering if, like, 96 audiences were like, oh, look at this gay guy. He's so over the top and fun. Like, did they read it that way? I, I think, think they so. did, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it was relatable. I think people oh, knew he, that person in their, in their life. I think that's weird. He's totally relatable. He's so, he's really good in this. Yeah. You feel, you're like, you're like, oh, I like you. His voice is so, like... Recognizable? Yeah, recognizable. But he had the, the lines, too, about, you know, I'm going to call everybody except my daughter. You, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was a good, that's a good... Man, the 90s hated lawyers. Yeah, oh, yeah, they did. Like, Jurassic Park. Like, they fucking hated lawyers. Uh, and then, yeah, sexy nerd Jeff Goldblum. Uh, is what I have in my notes. Sexy nerd. I feel like this is, like, peak Goldblum. We talked about this last time. No, th- we didn't say this was peak. This and Jurassic Park were peak gold boom. But I feel like he's more handsome in this movie because uh, he's not as ridiculous. I think so. I don't know. Like he's not as like try- he's not trying to be as cool as like yeah. Ian Malcolm. Like oh, you know, like so cool, black jacket, sunglasses. He's more like he's got almost a turtle shell necklace or whatever the fuck a turtle shell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got like you know the the white like fucking wife beater. Exactly, that's what I put wife beater. Flannel. He's got you know a little bit of chest hair. Yeah. And he he's was, got the glasses. He was being. He was trying to be more uh, low key. Low key, yeah. or yeah, more. I was gonna say human. I didn't mean that. <laughs> I mean like uh, normal, yeah. rather than sexy, as he was trying to do. He was In, trying to do sexy. And yeah, for real. Like, but here he's like more like laid back and yeah. not not as sexy. Trying so hard. Yeah. So I feel like this might be peak Daddy Goldblum. <laughs> I think it kind of fed to his like eco warrior kind of yeah you know character that he was. Yeah, too. that's a real big '90s trope too, right? Like yeah. saving the earth, recycling, he Captain like, Planet, you yeah. know. For real. Okay, so I have. What do you think about the 90s technology at that time? I'm not talking about the effects. I'm talking about the technology with them using their computers and... So bad. What? He, he yeah. probably sold a ton of Apple products. I mean, I know he was the voice of Apple for a good while, too. Who was? Goldblum? I know he, he was the voice of Apple for a little huh. bit. Like, he would be the voiceover for, like... You know, they would show an Apple product, and then he would talk about uh, that kind of stuff. But, yeah. Okay. Cool. It was very still elementary, very yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So uh, so then uh, okay, at this point, all the spaceships are landing or are g- coming to the America. world. Yeah, not just America, but yeah. the world. There's panic in Russia, um, and Russia's the first place that they're really like uh, starting to attack. Mm. I think. 
Well, there's just a lot of panic in Russia. It's not like they're it's, even... They're the first to actually make themselves visible, like the fire oh, in the, the sky. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and then that's... And the people start going nutso. Mass yeah. hysteria, yeah. That's Vidanya. So, well, what happened in real life? If that really happened in Russia, I want to know. Um, what do you think? If that really happened in Russia right now, today... It would happen right now because of all the people there for World Cup. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it would be it would be mass hysteria. Yeah. So, how do you think... We would respond to that, is what I'm wondering. Oh, we would have to help them right away. <laughs> they're our best friends! <laughs> they're our best friends. Although, I do want to say, there was a line earlier where it's like, Russian spies. I'm like, yeah. ha ha ha. Like, you don't know how, like, fucking true. Like, it was kind of a joke before. Yeah. And I was like, nah, dude, fucking, this is the We're real too world. Yeah. Yeah. 1984, yeah, right. This is nasty. <laughs> Oh man, okay. Um, so they actually have like fly- actual flying saucers in this movie. How? What do you mean? There's some the shape bits. Shape is saucerish. Yeah. Like when so they got a plane and, and made like literal flying saucers. You mean, or what do you mean? Yeah, like the the big the big mothership. Uh-huh. Well, not the big mothership, but the ones the stationed parts that break off on different places like on Earth. Uh-huh. Not the little fighter ships. Yeah. The the ones stationed over each city. Okay. That's uh-huh. an actual flying saucer. So that's cool. What do you mean? How? It's a disc. But you mean they actually like suspended it from the sky? What are you talking about? No, not literally. About? No, He's just, saying that the shape is action. round. That's oh, that's the thing that most looks like a flying saucer. It, well, it, it is an actual it. flying saucer, yeah. <laughs> not like actually in real life. Yeah, but even little fighter ships would be considered flying saucers. But that's not a saucer. It is it's a saucer. It's a UFO. It's not a saucer. They're round. No, they're like... They're like uh, the, the Batman fire, They look like manta rays. Oh, yes. I got that too. <laughs> I guess. They look like that. Whatever. They look like a man. Still a UFO. It's a UFO, but it's not a flying saucer. You're a flying saucer. Thanks. Oh, is that right. a, that's not a <laughs> my weight. How <laughs> dare you? So, who says what happens if they do become hostile? Is that the president? No, somebody asks that, and then he says, thank God help us all. Who is it that says that? I don't know. Is that just one of the... I didn't write that down. Is, I'm wondering who. Is that a general soldier? It was one of the soldiers or something, but they were like. And then it's Frank Logia. So. Who did? The, the the general guy. The older oh, guy. The oldest guy. guy. He's, he's the guy. Really, that, he always plays that character, right? He, a the lot. Advisor. He, yeah. Mm. He's Skeletor in the Masters of the Universe. Uh, okay. uh, he's also the guy in Big that, that's on the piano with uh, Tom Hanks. Okay. Masters of the Universe is that Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe oh I'm glad you like that movie. Wait, do you like that movie? Yeah, yeah I used oh. to love it. Alright, I have that one. We gotta do that one after our next okay. few ones. Yeah. But so James Duval is in this movie. Who's that? The the Dan A- oh, Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Randy Quaid's son. The, the Ma- oldest. The Miguel? Oldest. Yes, okay. Miguel. Who oh, I looked it up because he's he's Frank from Donnie Darko. Okay, and he's also in Doom Generation with Rose McGowan, uh-huh. which is a fucking yes, classic. Uh-huh, I know. So I, I've always liked him. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, it's that guy, mm-hmm. and so he's in a lot of cool stuff. I like him a lot. So like, his name is Miguel in this movie. I looked him up on on on. on uh, IMDb. Yeah, or Wikipedia. Yes, <laughs> sorry to gold bloom on you. Um, but he's like half Vietnamese and French and like uh-huh. just white. So I'm like, so are Randy Quaid's kids? White if he's Vietnamese. Well, he's half yeah, but Vietnamese still. and French. So he's half Vietnamese, half white. Okay. Yeah. 
then? But like, so he's named Miguel, and then That's the other. That's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah, it's like what? Like I don't care. Like cool. Like I, I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't I'm matter. wondering why his name was Miguel in the yeah. movie. Like, is that what you're wondering? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why does he have a Mexican name when? Yeah, like is Randy Quaid? And the next son's name is Troy. Yeah. yeah, and the daughter looks pretty white. Yeah. But, I thought about that too, but I was like, well, maybe it's a different dad, or yeah, yeah. I mean. Oh, that could be true. Oh. Or a different mom, I mean. But anyway, so anyway, but my whole point is I like that guy and I'm glad he got work. So, but my other point is, is he like Lucas Haas in Mars Attacks? Who's Lucas Haas? The guy that, that's from the Pussy Posse that I asked if you, you thought oh, he was attractive. And you're yeah, like, yeah. yeah. This movie is so much like Mars Attacks. Yeah. And it came out the same year. This one came out in July, obviously. Yeah. And that one came out in like October, November. That's weird. But yeah, like, so. This movie has a lot of similarities to Mars Attacks. Yeah. Like... I can see that. Disturbingly close to where... It's not even a parody because it wasn't out long enough for them like to, Like, they are like, probably both making it at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how did they get so close to it? Because they're kind of... It almost seems like they are making fun of older... Older alien movies. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Well, one thing I really gathered from you guys' review of Mars Attacks was the hesitation that was made to make some kind of action. And they really played that up in Independence Day. They brought it back where they made the president feel like he screwed up multiple times. Yeah. And you guys talked about, hey, what would you do if he screwed up yeah. and Albert Field died? Would you try it again? Would you try it a third time? Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of... It almost is the same played in the movie. thing. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird. And because, okay. Well, no, but he pretty much does attack right away, No. In this one? Yeah. No, he's they still send, hesitant. Well, they send the, the, the helicopters lights. with the lights, uh-huh. and then they attack us, and then they're like, oh, fuck that. Okay. Fuck those guys. So he's almost right away like, we're going to be on the defense. He, he tried one but thing. But he did try and talk to yeah. the, the one, and he was like, nah, fuck him. Nuke yeah. him. Nuke him. But they, <laughs> they get on the president for not evacuating people fast enough. Fast enough. Yeah. yeah. But also, another question that I had was, if this were really happening... What the fuck is the point in evacuating? Where are you going to go? You can't escape fucking UFOs. Having seen this movie, I'm getting out of any really populated yep. area as fast as you I can. You think so? Oh, yeah. You go I'm to heading like... for the desert. I'm heading for the coast. Yeah, but if you were already there, I don't know if you... If you're driving there, it might be too late, is what I mean. I'd say go to like some fucking... As soon as you see the UFO, if you left, yes. Yeah. But if you're waiting for them to say, evacuate, that's too late. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I was I have it in my notes about, you know, we can go back to it whenever the aliens actually finally do have their final attack, uh-huh. about how many people really died in those events. I mean, because the numbers in the millions, got millions like, for sure. Or our population tens of millions would be da- way If you think down. of this in the United States, but then that's worldwide. Boy, I mean, hey, y'all have a lot more chances to find some ladies. <laughs> Sick burn, bro. Fuck. <laughs> oh God, I love me. All right, here wow. we go. <laughs> I have in my notes that the media is kind of portrayed as a bad guy in this movie. Is it? Not really, but uh, like comments like Trumpy? Uh, not, <laughs> not that bad. Trumpy. Um, but like 
they're discussing like, oh, they, they 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 talk to you as if you were a child. It's almost Fox Newsy. Yeah. Right? Like they're kind of like. But he's kind of trying to be like. I feel like he's kind of a more of a Clinton analog. Yeah, but like he, they're like, oh, look at this pussy. Like he's not yeah. doing anything kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I saw that too. And also they're bringing in the whole war hero thing, so that's like kind of a John McCain thing, right? Yeah. Like because he is a war hero or whatever. So I, I mean, not that he was like running for president around this time, yeah, yeah. but yeah, that's kind of that thing. I, I felt that too. I felt like they, but I don't know if we just noticed it because we're in the climate that we are in right now. Probably, and yeah. we're just like, how are the how is the media portrayed right now? Well, and, and, and if we had a younger president, we would totally be like, he's a baby. What does he know? Like that's that's exactly the spin that a lot of people yeah. would take on it. Yeah, especially anyone that disagrees. Yeah, because that's the nature of the beast. Politics, guys! Yay! Yay! The fifteen, the ships is fifteen miles wide. Mm-hmm. That's uh, brought up by um, the dad from the one oh, yeah. basically cameo. Ke- Kevin McAllister's dad. Yeah, ten to fifteen miles wide cities. It's a oh, and there's ten to fifteen spacecrafts around the world that are city sized. Yeah. So imagine ten to fifteen cities around the world. Like that's nuts. Yeah, like, and you uh, get the biggest ones first. So, like you said, Moscow, yeah. in New York, Iran. LA. Uh, you can get like Mumbai, Japan, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tokyo. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, any place really big. Like yeah, that. Uh, fucked, man. Okay, so at this point is when they have uh, the president, Bill Pullman, address the nation, and I was just thinking, how would that go today? How would it go? Oh, it's it'd be... <laughs> so horrible. It's very bad right now. <laughs> Let me tell you, our space force is on it. <laughs> right now, I'm doing like Alec Baldwin doing Trump. By the way. Oh man. Maga, we'll be okay. <laughs> oh fuck. Let's see. Let's hear your impression, Dan. Oh no, that was. Well, I can't compete with that because it was really good. These are really bad right now. Uh, I just can't. America, fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I think that. Because they're telling people not to shoot at it, and I'm like, that is such an American thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, oh my god, oh, especially like, South uh, LA, you know. LA, you talk about a Texas. Bro. Also, well, no, yeah, South, LA, yeah, South Texas, but that that video is from you know LA. But everywhere would be all the idiots with guns would be shooting well, at that fucking thing. Here's like, the thing. Wrong. Yes, yes, okay. and hold on, let me improv okay. here. Yes, and. People would be drinking also. So that would also lead to them fucking just shooting shit. True. Mm-hmm. Like, they just go crazy. Is that like, how you'd be damned? There'd be some really cool end-of-the-world parties. You know? <laughs> I would be thinking. Would there? I think people would be so terrified. I don't know if I would even be I, it's, mental enough to drink. Like, I don't know if I'd be like, yo, let me have a drink. I'd be, like, too scared to do that. I feel What like. about when, you know, it's gridlock everywhere... You've given up hope. You can't get away. I feel like I would need my senses. I'm sure I would find people at the bar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh for sure. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, people who hate life. And I and and I would maybe be there. I don't know. I couldn't tell you unless we were actually in the situation. But I... Wait, is that a possible answer? What? Every time I'm like, what would you do? And it's like, really? You'd live a lot? You'd, you'd live? And I'm like, <laughs> maybe. It's like, but you hate life. <laughs> I, did, I don't know for sure. But I would like to think that I would be trying to. Well, I don't know. I don't think about it. Maybe I would just. Depends how much head start you got, right? 
What you think we should? Okay, if this happens, guys, y'all want to come over and have a party? We're too close to downtown. <laughs> We're too close to downtown right now. You know that tower would be the fucking. Hey, but we we can go to the store and we have tons of rice. We could survive for years in there. Yeah, but look, even if they attack the air force bases around here, yeah. which there's how many? At least two. Too many. Uh, too we, many. We'd be fucked. We're a military town. Uh, so we need a bunker. I'm on it. We need an Archie. <laughs> we need an Archie bunker. We need a Jughead bunker. Who's in a star building? Yeah, no. Uh, the best thing to do is go to like. Five. We're gonna have a blast from the past party and then have like Brendan Fla- Fraser. Oh yeah. Yes. What I if I got all too. crazy into that survivalist shit and I started building a bunker down here? Uh, I'd kind of be weirdly. Into- I'm not like, surprised there's not there. one in the skinning room right now. I'm surprised. You know what? I'm surprised someone else that lives here hasn't done that. <laughs> Already, I I would totally be into that. Oh, I'm like sure. setting it up, all nice. You know what it is? That's a like in theory, that's a cool idea. It's a great idea. Yeah, it's it's the whole reason why. Like, anytime you walk into Home Depot, you're like, oh, this place is great. Yeah, because you're like, I can build anything. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I want to build a bunker. I totally do want to build one. Yeah. So y'all wouldn't make fun of me if I did? No. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would, but... Would I need to... I need materials to, if you want to come? I'd kick in for a side help. bedroom. Yeah, side wow. bedroom. Okay. If you want in, you gotta you got load it up. Alcohol. Just a wall of, like... Wow. Liquor. You could do MREs and Top Ramen and... All right. Meals ready to eat, oh, ladies. Sh- we're, we're set, guys. We're yeah. set. Okay, sorry. So, Goldblum <laughs> figures out the pattern of the alien signal. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's super smart. He's from MIT, and now he works at a cable station. And they're like, you're such a loser. Why don't you do something with your life? Why are you working there? Kind of, yeah. But he's happy. But then we talked about Harvey and him almost mansplaining the countdown to him. Oh, yeah. And making, like, an analogy to chess. That was perfect, because everybody kind of figured it out and then lays it on you. What happens when the countdown finishes? Checkmate. Checkmate. <laughs> do you want, do you want Jeff Goldblum to lay it on you? <laughs> he could. You know, it depends. Uh, and then we learned that Randy Quaid got kidnapped by aliens. People make fun of him. He had... He, so, he claims that he's been previously abducted, and all these assholes are making fun of him for it. Yeah. Like, like, oh, did they probe you kind of thing? You know, that's exactly what I have here. Yeah. But, like, and at, at this time that they're making fun of him, then you have the actual aliens coming down. And it's like, take that, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah take that. Half of me is like, good, that's what you get. And the other half of me is like, well, they didn't really probe him, did they? Who knows? We, we kind of had a discussion during the movie about where they were situated. Mm-hmm. And... It's New Mexico. It, it, it for sure, 100%? Yeah, because they're, pre- they're pretty close to Area 51. Okay. They are. Why yeah. were we thinking? I'm thinking they're in Southern California because that's where all the farmland is. And they may uh, have been, but I think it was yeah. really close to. And yeah. I mean, yeah, we're from Texas, so it takes us so long to get anywhere. It takes us so long to get out of here. Uh, the, maybe Tex- that's God, what it was. Guys, Texas is the worst. Like <laughs> all the fucking New England places is like, oh, 30 minutes, and we're in a new state. Here, it's like fucking four hours to get to another city. Yeah, you better fuck, gas man. the fuck up, motherfucker. For real. Like, <laughs> It just, it, have you seen The Hills Have Eyes? It's like that. Fuck! You know what? One time we went on a road trip from Texas to California with my dad. Uh-huh. And that was 
scariest shit I'd ever been in my life. Because there's nothing there. That desert area, and not even, I think it was like when we're out of Texas, but there's a desert, a part that you're just in the fucking desert, and I'm like, oh my god, please don't break down, please don't break down, please don't break down, like the whole time. Yeah. Like, I was terrified. Like, fuck that. Yeah. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so. Can I talk about just the just right after they introduce uh, Quaid at the diner? Uh-huh. There's a scene of, of back to New York City in the Twin Tower, Twin Towers, or in the shot yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. And I think about it. Any really good movie I remember from the '90s has it a shot. I've been well, there. So I used to work in the movie theater, and so the very first Spider-Man trailer, the Tobey Maguire uh-huh. one. That whole teaser trailer was him chasing uh, 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 crooks in a helicopter, and then him fucking webbing them up between the twin towers. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the fucking nine eleven shit happened, and they were like, "Pull it, pull it! You have to destroy it!" Blah blah blah. Uh, and it's like, yeah. and I still have copies of those trailers. If you want to buy one, contact me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do, but Is yeah, it five million dollars. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, that's I always have like a banner of that, like of, of like the twin towers. Nice. Check that on eBay, man. <laughs> we'll see. Financially, yeah. And then, twenty minutes into this movie, we meet our star, the one, the only, Will Smith. Woo! This is how we do. Oh wait, no. what's Will Smith's song? Get uh, jiggy with it. Na 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 are you talking about Fresh Prince? Yeah. Well, once you fill it up again, we're going to raise on the second half of the same with money. Which other one? We've got... Bienvenido a Miami. Man in Black. Man in Black. Which we have to do at some point. Man in Black was the next movie that he actually did after this one. Really? That's a good one. Yeah. And he really didn't go like solo superstar until after that one, I think. I'm just going to say that... It's kind of like an ensemble cast. Will Smith is a national treasure, and I cherish him for the rest of my life. Like what anybody says. He's never had scandals. He's never had too much bullshit going on in his life. Is he a Scientologist? He is. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck you, Will Smith! <laughs> I feel here that he looks extremely young, too, in this movie. Oh. Is he a Dan likes him young. I do, I do. He's not a Scientologist. He is. Him and Jada are Scientologists. No, Jada literally said she's not a Scientologist. Oh, okay. You think she's lying? She's lying to me? I've heard, look, I don't know for sure. Okay, they said that she... Somebody... Leah Romney had said that she was at a Scientologist party with Tom Cruise. And they played hide-and-seek like weirdos. I'm not kidding. <laughs> that Tom Cruise is like, let's play hide-and-seek. Adults and that Jada was all into it and they played hard and sick. Okay, but then so everybody was giving Jada Pinkett shit about that and she was like, I'm not a Scientologist, I'm not a Buddhist, but I've studied every religion and I'm not, not I'm not anything, is what she was saying. Okay, so I'm like, Well, if she's not, then I'm sure he isn't, right? Who knows? I don't know. Oh, uh, no, I don't know. Like, that, that would be great if they weren't, but. Well, there's a lot of people I like that are Scientologists. Like who? Beck. Motherfucker. But Beck was raised Scientologist. His parents were Scientologists. Oh, so he's sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's helping him. Alright. He was actually 36 <laughs> huh? when this movie, when he made this movie, who roughly. 
Will Smith? Will Smith. So he's like was in the 36? 60s, man? Unless I did the math wrong, which is probably true. He was born in 68. Dang, no way. Wait, so in 98, he was 20. So. Oh, yeah, then that's totally wrong. Yeah. Why did I put 2004? I don't. I just feel dumb now because I did stupid math. <laughs> yes! I love when people do dumb math like me. <laughs> 1968. 8. Who's 18 in this movie? He was not 18 in this fucking movie. 28. 28? <laughs> yes, that makes more sense. 28. 18. Oh, yeah. Fuck off. I knew they looked young, but not that way. <laughs> Come on, girls. It's together. All right. Vivica is a stripper. How do we feel? On the male gazy side, I feel great about it. How do you feel? Vivica A. Fox. That's a a sentence. Like, that is a complete sentence. I wonder if that's a real name. Vivica A. Fox. (laughs) That's a complete sentence. And it's a true one at that. For real. Oh, my God. I think she's good for this particular role. I I, I don't know. Maybe it could have been anybody else. All right, all right. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. You more of a Keisha Knight Pullman fan? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh, no. Raven Simone. Uh, you know I was it. trying to make a pudding pot reference, but I couldn't <laughs> take this one right away. That We would have ended that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't mind it. Um, but I, it's a, This movie is a weird spectacle, so it needs it, kind of. Hell. Like, this movie's like explosions, sexy oh, Yeah, women. and she was able like, to do the over the top. Yeah. But the Holly Berry may have been able to pull it off, too, mm. at that time. What sure. do you feel? What do you think? You think she pulled it back? She not, reined it in? No, no, no. Or not not at all. Oh. Like, she that, made that her star. I mean, she, she pulled she, herself yeah, into stardom like, because of that. This, after this, she kind of blew up for, for a while. Um, no, no, no. I just, this movie is very. This movie is weird because it's not done by Michael Bay, but it feels like a Michael Bay movie. The overtopness. Yeah, well, it's like different like parts of the of the earth of you know the globe, uh, different people come together. Like it's got a lot of his same themes, but it's not as flashy. But that whole stripper scene was kind of that way. Who who directed this again? Uh, this is Roland Roland Emmerich. And who is what else has he done? He did Godzilla, the the ninety eight one okay. with uh, Matthew Broderick, uh-huh. which I kind of like. It's not a good movie, but I kind of like that one. He did the day after tomorrow. Uh huh. He okay. did uh, twenty twelve. Yes. Oh, I, I like both of those. He he does a lot of I'm these kind of like these end of the world movies. Yeah, yeah. He does a lot of those. So I'm, I wonder I, why. Like I like this one and the other ones. I'm not. The, oh, I love twenty twelve. I love day after tomorrow. Those are my two of my favorite movies actually. So yeah, me too. Hey, I love this. This is the third one. Good. Okay. Loves that. <laughs> so, is Vivica A. Fox's kid? He was in Fresh Prince. Yeah, I feel yes. He, he played the his little. Cousin. He's like he's like the kid that they bring on when the show's been going on yeah. too long. He's like the Leonardo DiCaprio from like. I'm trying to remember whose kid he was. In the whose movie. kid was he? That's the thing in the show. I'm looking up. Hold on one second, please. Was this late in the series? Or? No, yeah, it was like the last yeah. two. See, it was like, uh, the show was already... Oh, coming. didn't the mom get pregnant? Did she get pregnant She got again? pregnant late, and then she had that baby. Mm, was that the first so, Aunt Viv or the second Aunt Viv? The second Aunt Viv. Okay. I believe. Um, but that little kid was in Fresh Prince. Yeah, so I guess he brought him on, or... Yeah. 
Oh, or he met him on this show. On this oh, one. he's also the kid from. Uh, he's Buck. Uh, Buck. 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 Buckwheat. Buckwheat. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I knew that from the Little Rascals. Yeah, right Little Rascals. Nikki Banks. So he's a Banks. So he's uh yeah okay. Okay. Mandy. Sorry that bothered me. <laughs> Mandy. Yes. Is Harry Connick Jr. attractive oh, to you? This is a rough one. Um, I always wondered why he wasn't in this movie. One, why is he famous? Two, he's a singer. He's a crooner. But a crooner. where did he come from? And he's sexy as hell. Where did he come from? Hot take from Dan. Who's his dad? Like, isn't he a famous parents or something? Harry Connick. Like, why That's is an IMDb? Let's, so uh, he came from is. where? His mother's came from the streets. Yeah. Who, who, what, how did he become he famous for this? Just he, yeah, he's a musician. He's a, musician, he's a singer, yeah. I know that, but and like. he has a lot of, uh, like a New Orleans type influence. But was he singing alone? He was in a band? He was in He's a, just, he's like, he's like a. a Sinatra. Sinatra, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a very play. like. Is, to could you tell moon. me a song that's famous of his? No, he made made famous by singing other people's songs. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like Buble. Yeah. Okay. He's a Buble. He's the Buble. Buble of the 90s. Of the 90s. All right. Yeah. I will say, he's okay. He's handsome. I mean, not my thing. I'm more of Will Smith. He's I not like bad looking. Will Smith better, but he's all right. But he was definitely the comic relief here without trying definitely. to do But he was great in this movie. He's yeah. funny. I... This movie gave him a pass for me for a while. Like, it's like, oh, Harry Connick Jr., cool. Yeah, he, he did well in this movie. Yeah. I think he made it funny. The whole scene where the... He proposes? The proposing yeah. is perfect. Yeah. It's a great scene. Like, really it's so funny. Well. Like, yeah. it's and very, it's not like... It doesn't make fun of, like, gay people either. Like, it's very just like, oh. Like, it's... Yeah. <laughs> this is not what... It, it's a very Three's Company thing without yeah. being, like, homophobic. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it doesn't comment on, like, you know... Yeah. Homosexuality. Um, we learn Will Smith wants to go to Nassau. NASA? Not the Bahamas, but uh, NASA. No, I'm kidding. Wait, what? NASA? Yeah. Why? What does he want to go there? He wants to be an astronaut. Yeah. Okay. I mean, out of Earth. Okay. And yeah. that's, they give him the, the, I'm sorry, you're not good enough letter. Oh, that's what he was trying to get into. Okay, I was yeah. wondering what that letter was. Harry Onyx, like, hey, they're not going to get you to NASA if you're dating a stripper. Yeah. Okay. And then we get to the stripper scene. Okay. Which is Vivica Fox dancing. Which is great. I always think about that scene, and I don't know why. Because it's weirdly out of place. I think it's uh, that ending part where she, her hands on the floor, and she starts coming up, and then it's a TV. That always stuck in my mind for some fucking reason, and I don't know why. But she was committed to the dance, and then she really looks around and realizes nobody's paying attention. Yeah, yeah. yeah so she just it's super weird. So it's like a strip club on the south side. <laughs> <laughs> or in San Antonio in general. <laughs> um, okay, so then they start talking about the visitors. Yes. And, and her stripper friend wants to go. Who I want to talk about. Okay, go on. One, I thought she was so hot when I was a kid. Really? I, I, I still kind of think she was a little really? bit Really? Yeah. But yeah. Why? But also, I don't know. I don't know what it is. She's so lame looking. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So... Last year, I did my Saved by the Bell rewatch. She was one of the girls in the dorm of Saved by the Year, Saved by the Bell, the college years. So she was like the nerdy character in that. I was like, why does she look so that's familiar? That's why I liked her. No, I mean, yes, but that's not why I liked her in this movie because I didn't know about that show really. But I don't know. She's got a look that I kind of dig. You like her too? 
Yeah, she was pretty cute what at the time. Just like cute though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, if he's cute and it's I'd I'd possibly date her. <laughs> Mandy's going off in a laughing fit right now. <laughs> what you? What? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. <laughs> so, like, no, you can't just go off on a fucking fit and not so she she wants she has a sign that says what does it say welcome welcome to earth no it says make yourselves at home yeah. oh make yourselves at home so <laughs> that's she, such a sex work and I was thinking would that be me would I be into it and I would I be up there with her would you I'm gonna confess and I was thinking would that be Mandy too <laughs> <laughs> Would you be in If you didn't think they're hostile, I could totally see, like, hey, let's go up there and see what's but going on. But you would on. run right away. You wouldn't be into it. I probably would. I'd probably run. You'd run. But yeah. nowadays, there'd be a DJ up there, <laughs> and, like, they'd be charging $100 to get up there to get, you know. True. So, um, this is basically where, uh, what's his name? Uh, Smith Goldblum. Goldblum starts realizing that they're using our own satellites against us. He figures out that we have like 30 minutes yeah. to and before they start attacking. Yep. And uh, he uses a mini CD disc. Oh yeah. His Got data technology like we talked about. Oh, Is yeah. it a CD-ROM? Yes. A yes. tiny CD-ROM. Those are adorable. Yep. Where are we at? Um, uh, we learned that Jeff Goldblum has punched the president in the head yes. before he was the president. I <laughs> uh, have tried to make contact. Crazy party people on roof. Right after the, I put it, the, there was just a way too long destruction scene where all the major cities are being destructed. Yes. Like, that scene goes on forever. That's the whole fire. Like, yeah. yeah. Like once everything starts blowing, like once that co- countdown goes down, uh, hmm, um, Sorry to uh, gulp them. Um, yeah, once that countdown hits, that scene takes—I don't want to say five minutes, but, but it's pretty. Long. I also wrote the effects of the blowing up is actually pretty good. I wrote that down later on too. Like, I think it was. What did you think, Dan? Of the effects? I thought they were really good, and I wanted to touch back to the very beginning when the when the um, oval ships start finally appearing. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple. There's two scenes that they do nearly back to back where. People are so distracted. They get out of the cars, and then boom, their car gets oh, yeah, rear-ended. Uh, I think that's an Emmerich-type classic move. That happens in Godzilla. I it happens in Godzilla. I'm quite certain it happens in um, the day, uh, day after tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's his, like... Where people up. are distracted, and they... Well, but also, that's an easy effect to do. Like, that's an easy, like, yeah, just, just stunt. Yeah, just cars crashes. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. a cheap stunt to do. Yeah, yeah. super. But he does it well, and yeah. like, uh, like they use the, almost the same device too. Whether it's, whether it's water, or ice, or whatever it is, or, or tornado. Yeah. I put priceless dog scene. Yes. When they say boomer, when, mm-hmm. when they call uh, Vivica and her son, she takes them and saves themselves from the fire that is going over the whole city. Uh, kicks the closet maintenance door in. Yeah. And says boomer. Wait, you, you had a complaint. You're like, save it for the podcast. What was it in that scene? I was thinking, there's what? no way. She waited too fucking long and he'd be dead. Like, there's no way. But it was before, it was before, like, he, he made it. Like, when oh. she was waiting in the tunnel. When she was waiting in the tunnel, I was thinking, that is what I, what I said in the beginning was, um, what's the point in running? 
I don't think I would be running at that point is what I was thinking. Just like, let it happen? I would, I would hide. Or I don't think... When people are in that panic mode, you don't want to join them is what I was thinking. I don't want to be in the in the rush of in people. The crowd, yeah. Yeah. Well, she was a smart enough one to kind of stand on the side. Went and away, yeah. Went to the side and, and saved herself. My, my little problem with it is at the end where they're coming out the, the other side of the building... It looks like nobody could have survived yeah. oh, where yeah. they're walking out of. Like for real, that thing is like on the side, and like there's no no cover over. Yeah. And so I, you think she wouldn't have survived that? I think uh, that brick would have fallen on her, yeah. Yeah. and they would have been a little more dusty, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Hollywood magic. Hollywood magic. Wait, are we going to talk about that White House blowing up? Do you want to? That's like the iconic scene yeah, in this movie. That's movie. What, what do we? What do we want to say? I don't like. It's been parodied so much since this movie. Yeah. Like that's the scene. Like uh, Mars Attacks has a shot. Yeah. Has, has again. How did they like? Like did they like well, see it in July? Thing. And they're like, oh, we have to do that Add for that. our movie. Wonder. Like yeah. Should ask Tim Burton. Okay, well, let me call him. <laughs> up. Hold on, let me get my goth cellular. <laughs> I did write use of the models was was really cool. Like it's a lot of models blowing up, and I appreciate that. Models? What do you mean? Models. There was uh, a point where you left too, Carlos. When there's a guy seeming like in the middle of this alien invasion to be filing something in his (laughs) office building. Oh yeah. Before and you were like, (laughs) (laughs) why is he still working? Fuck that guy. You deserve to die. (laughs) That'd be you. I wouldn't be working. <laughs> That'd be dead. He'd be the guy. That'd be the guy that didn't like having the TV on all day. He has no clue what's going on. Hasn't looked out the window. So that would be Dan. Being like, I gotta go get the free highways. <laughs> but there was some really great imagery after that too, because they uh, they had the narrow escape on Air Force One, which is a great scene too. Yeah. And does that happen somewhere else recently in an American movie? There's always a narrow... Oh, 2012. What, what would it part? In 2012, where they're in the same aircraft. They're leaving L.A., and it's uh, Amanda P. Cusack? Cusack. Cusack. Amanda P. And they're, and like, they're on the highway trying to take uh, off, and then it was, like, a big earthquake, and then they barely make it. Barely oh, make it. God. You know what? Like, honestly, I grew, I grew out of him after Godzilla. What? Like, after... Because I got so serious fucking film nerd. You thought it was too mainstream for you? It just... It, <laughs> I don't... This movie is weird. Because it's not a quote-unquote good movie. Take a drink. It's like... It's it's not good. But it's entertaining as fuck. I think that's good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was so high. You know what it is? No, that too. It's a mindless movie. It, it, no, Very it, easy to watch. It is. And... I think I, that's Emmerich's wheelhouse, right? No, there. It really, like it really is. Like, that's why I always watch one of two. I was going to saw, and that's why I always watch the other one. Uh, Dan turned them off. I, I get the appeal of those. I really yeah. do, but like I, I've gone too far to film nerd like fucking territory. Where, where you're like, well, no, you know what? It's weird because I like the crank movies. Is it not him as well? No, no, no. That guy. Those guys are fucking nuts. See, I haven't watched Crank. Oh, those are great. It looks so stupid. It's Pretty good. so stupid. It really is. And. I love them. It's a very boy movie. It's very boy movie. Oh god, I, Amy Smart's in those, and I love those. But she's just like, what? She get she, 
there's a scene where they have sex on a horse track. It's mm-hmm. fucking no, yeah, uh, like it's crazy. The it's first not, one they have sex in the middle of Chinatown. Oh no, no, and like at a, yeah. at a tourist destination, there's all these Asian folks yeah. around taking oh, pictures. You have to. Oh, I, I kind of. I, uh, no, I don't want to die. That's no. got a really great cameo. That would be the also musician cameo. Um, Dwight Yoakam. Dwight Yoakam. Uh, okay. He's a pimp or something? What? He's, he's a doctor. He's a doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. But, so, like, for me, like, they kind of lost their appeal for me. Okay. But, like, I, I find my, like... I feel like it was too... It wasn't it's, edgy it's, it's not for me. It's like, not edgy really. Like, it's not even that. Like, it's mindless explosions, and it just... The, the like, story reasons doesn't work for me. It, it, it's a weird thing. Like... I know I'm biased against them, and I know people like them, but I just, I, the other stuff I can't really get into. You know, I like them, but they're, but I'm not going to be like, you have to watch this cinematic yeah. masterpiece. Oh, no. It's just no. like, it's a dumb movie, you gotta, it's, it's fun. Yeah. It's almost fun. And I get that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to begrudge anyone. Yeah, that. yeah. All right, are we coming to the iconic, welcome to Earth is where I'm at. Hold on. <laughs> where are you? Uh... I said, the music is overdone in this movie. How? Oh. Uh, yeah, go. go. Well, I'm just saying, at that same point where they raise the music, there's a picture of the Statue of Liberty yeah. laying sideways in the harbor. Oh, yeah. Man, y'all the harbor. different things to me. Is this a boy thing? It, I don't, maybe. But then the music came up, you know, and it's got you like, oh, man, they got us. Kind of like... <laughs> like, I don't... But do you pay attention to sound stuff or not? I didn't like, really, no. Well, so I was watching The Elephant Man last night. Uh-huh. And that movie, like David Lynch is a great sound design director. Mm-hmm. And there's just really cool, interesting stuff he does with sound. And then like other times, like, so I caught that because I know about it. So on this one, I was just like, okay. But the music cues in this were just so cheesy sometimes. Like, so we, like, later on, we're, we're going to talk about this, uh, but later on, there's the fife, like, yeah. like a fucking 1776 fucking, and the, drums. and the drums, and it's like very, like, it, I guess I hear them, but I don't listen to them as much as y'all do, no, well, y'all, I but, know y'all take it. I, most of the time, I wouldn't pay attention. I'm trying to pay attention for this movie, so, but... Sometimes I do hear stuff like that just randomly. Like the, uh, again, one of the four movies I watched last night. Uh, there's like this, these two people kiss, and there's a crane shot, which is like on this big arm, like a crane, like yeah. basically, and it like basically like zooms in from their face, and then it goes up above. I was like, you did a crane shot for that, and it's like no one else would notice that. So it's it's just me being the fucking nerd or whatever you want to call that. Okay. It, it's me being over. You're overthinking it. Overthinking it. No, I just I pay attention to the movies and try and I'm trying to like. Okay, Dawson. Yes, <laughs> Mandy sent me a text that, <laughs> calling me Dawson the other day. Uh, yeah, so we have force fields. We have air fight. Will Smith doing his whole big man thing. Like yeah, fuck you. Blah, blah. He does that a lot. He does. Welcome to Earth. Yes. Okay. Big one. I, I put the same thing. I put that, uh, but I, I really think somebody writes the lines especially for him. I think Will Smith, that's... I think he brought a little bit of yeah, line. I, think, I, think, I, yeah. I feel like he... He's got those zingers. Yeah, you know? that's all him. a little bit. He does. I, I feel like he's a... He got to be a big enough star where he could do that more and more. Yeah. 
But because he's funny, he's. Do you follow his Instagram? Because he no. is, is hilarious. He? Oh, really? oh, okay. He just made an Instagram recently, mm. and it is the best thing that ever happened to Instagram. Like he's makes amazing, hilarious videos. I don't know, Mandy. I follow a lot of naked ladies, but I don't know because maybe you, I don't know if I'm biased because I love him so much. But I'm very disappointed if he is a Scientologist. Just saying. But anyway, <laughs> go on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Welcome to Earth. Oh, but, so one thing I, so Welcome to Earth is a big line. Yeah. But I didn't realize he had another fucking funny line right after that. Now that's what I call a close encounter. That's a But he got two lines in that fucking yeah. scene. Do you think that he, you think that he improved that? Can we look it up? I think so. I think he, like, tried both of them, and then the director's like, Keep let's, let's leave them both Keep in. Them let's in. leave yeah. them both in. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. Here we get to Mandy's favorite thing. Area 51. New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Do, okay, is it real? Area 51. It's I don't know in Nevada in the movie. Yes. Is, is it a real, I mean, it's a real thing, right? Quite certain. I think so. Uh, do you think that... Um, besides Area 51, do you think that there are bases that we don't know about? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Definitely? Okay. Yeah, there have to be top secret, like, hidden mm-hmm. bunkers and, like... Because, look, like, we know we're a military town, but you know there's other, like, hidden, like, fucking, like, military compounds and okay. shit where it's, like, a factory, but it's all fucking deep cover shit. Like, I'm not trying to go all fucking, you know, Black Mirror or whatever the fuck into the fucking wall or whatever. But you think there is definitely. But I, I think there's Oh, yeah. There's well, there's supposed to be, like, missile silos all over the Midwest. Yeah. During, like, uh, the Cold War where, you know, they're manned by just a few people and you don't know where they are. But yeah. should we need them, this gigantic rocket will come out and probably destroy. Yeah. I, I, I don't doubt it. Like... Also, I wonder... No, come on, bring it. This is the one. This has nothing to do with the movie. Let's go. I'm wondering... Welcome to our tangent zone. So, we are very, like... America is very, like, the principle of the Earth, right? So, like, we... we just, That's what we like to think. We yeah. World police, maybe? Yeah, like, we kind of, like, are supposed to know, like, who has nuclear weapons and stuff like that. We have weapons. Do you think that we have them hidden and we just pretend that we don't? I don't know. I don't know. I think we just have so many that we could probably, we probably lost track of a few of them. I'm wondering if... That's what I'm more worried about. Like, we're so busy policing (laughs) other people that, like, but we're like, we have some. Like, well, that's what I'm We make no joke about how many we have, and they're in the hundreds, maybe you know, thousands. I think that we do have a bunch of we have to, nuclear right? weapons. Because we ha- it's our... Here, here's what I think. I think that other countries, like their, their heads of state, or whatever you want to call them, their uh, leaders, uh. would probably know where we have ours, just as, like, whatever... As as whatever know. accords those are, are like, mm-hmm. whatever, like, uh, what's the uh, big world thing? The UN? Yeah. Someone. Yeah, whatever whatever rules they have to like uh-huh. oblige to, like maybe they know <laughs> some fucking bumfuck town in fucking Idaho has silos filled with missiles and not corn. 
Or what's in Idaho potatoes? Potatoes. <laughs> that I, don't, I don't think. I don't, I don't think. I don't think potatoes are. I'm in just silos wondering either. if but we're just full of shit and we're always telling people what to do, but we are like not listening to our own rules. Is what I'm. Oh, I, uh, probably. Definitely, probably. Yeah, probably. Okay. I think we're just so huge. We could be like we will squash you if you don't comply. Why are we so fucked up? America, fuck yeah. Um, I do have that, I do like that the president doesn't know about, like, Area 51. Yeah. I thought that was a good, like... Interesting take. Yeah. But they, they, they explain it in the plausible deniability. Plausible deniability, and that's so true. Which I really like the guy, the, the, the asshole? Secretary of Defense, yeah. yes. Oh, the asshole? Yeah. yeah. What King? else is he in? He's in a lot of stuff, but uh, he I... He plays like, bits par- bit parts... But I love him in the game with Michael Douglas. Oh, yeah. I never saw that. That's a good one. That's a good one. I have that one. And it's a uh, favorite director of yours, too. He always right? plays an yeah, asshole, right? Yeah, yeah he's, he's an asshole. He always plays an asshole. Yeah, yeah. But I think he passed away a few years back, hmm. unfortunately. I'm at intro data. David. Oh, yeah, I'm almost there. Hold on. Okay. Oh, Vivica A. Fox rescues people. One of my biggest pet peeves is the keys in the fucking uh, rear view fucking mirror. In the visor? In the visor. Oh, the asshole's name is James Rebhorn. And he's in a lot of stuff. What else is he in? Like a major movie. Uh, Son of a Woman, Talented Miss Ripley, The Box. Mm, oh, he's in Enlightened, The Good Wife. I guess it's more recent hmm. stuff. I guess I don't really know him that much. He's in so many... But I feel like he always plays a jerk. He's always an asshole. All right. He did pass away in 2014. He's dead? Mm-hmm. He's dead? He's no. dead. My mom is dead. Wow. Uh, Will Smith just being funny to the alien corpse while he's dragging him. Mm-hmm. Just making fucking comments. is like, what that smell? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's very angry. Yeah. I uh, mean, he was mad because he killed his friend. He was Mike Secure. That's true. He killed Harry Connick. So he was like, fuck you, motherfucking. Mm-hmm. And that's why he punched him. That's why he was like, welcome to Earth. And <laughs> all that nonsense. Uh, Randy Quaid and Will Smith meet. He picks him up Oops. with the alien. Mm-hmm. And then Brent Spiner, who is my, fav- the fa- my favorite part of this movie. Are you talking about Data? Data, yes. His name is Brent Spiner. He is the best. He is the best in this movie. And this is my, like, we talked about him in another movie. I forgot what it was. But, uh, yeah, he he just, he's a good character actor that's not used enough. Yeah. He's in this. He's the French guy in Dude, Where's My Car? He's in so many great things. Um, he also brings a respectability to the movie because he was in fucking... Uh, Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, you know, then you're like, yeah, he belongs in there. Yeah. So, so, Data is the, I guess, head doctor, scientist, inside Area 51. Yes, Dr. Oaken. He is very excited that the president is there, and he's like, you know, what does he say? He's nerding out. Yeah, he's nerding out. because. Stuff has really been happening. It's really neat, basically, is what he's saying. And he starts telling um, um the effects of the alien suit. And what did you think about that? How they that it's a suit. It's a suit, yeah. and then they they're like tiny little aliens, yeah. and they're like in these giant suits. Yeah, that was pretty cool. What do you think of the effects of that? Yeah, it's a good pra- it's a good practical effect. You can tell it's not CGI. What do you think, Dan? 
Yeah, I think it's been copied too ever since, and that was one of the predecessors. You know, for- yeah, because that Men in Black has that too. Also, Fire in the Sky. Space. Oh yeah, but that was before this. Yeah, but I'm saying, but these are all bigger suits, I guess. Mm-hmm. But what did you think of the style of the actual alien, the inside the suit? Did you think that was cool looking? Did you think that it was too kitty looking or funny? A bit too cute for me, but I don't mind it. I I, I don't mind it. I agree. I I think they kind of skipped out on giving you that full view of what the alien was. Especially when, if it was standing up, still in the suit, you know. Like they kept like... Just showing you small views. We had like the embalmed view where like they had already been taken out of the suits. You never knew what the full yeah Yeah, looked like. That's true. My main problem with that alien is uh, so I never got the toys for this. I guess they made toys, Mm -hmm. and then like ten years after this movie came out, I saw someone collected the toys for this, and it just it was impossible to stand. Like, the head was so big and the mm-hmm. body was so limp yeah. that, like, the, the, the toy couldn't stand on its own. Like, it had tentacles or whatever made of fucking rubber or whatever. <laughs> but, like, it just, it, it couldn't stand. So that really kind of... It kind of mirrors to what they saw from the, the movie, though, because yeah. it, oh. it was top oh, heavy sure. and yeah. no legs. Yeah, but that's kind of like... I feel like it's just not practical for real life, so yeah. that wouldn't be a it's, real alien. It's like I saw the elephant man the other, yesterday, and it's like... He couldn't put his... Like, he couldn't walk straight because his head was so big. And that's the same thing. It's like... Well, these little, like... Even when they hit the ground, because they show them That'd walking... That'd be like a meme for the gym. Yeah. Don't skip legs, yeah. dude. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Skip leg day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. It was kind of weird. I don't know. But it, it's not a terrible design. There's some interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that outer skeleton thing is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. It's it's not the greatest. It's not terrible, but it's not the greatest either. Well, this, uh, you know, apparatus, even the whole alien is really used in a movie that I like called um, Battle of Los Angeles with Aaron Eckhart. No, it's an alien invasion movie. Okay. And, I mean, it's nearly the same animal. Is that, is that is the episode really? you're going to come back on? I would hope to. I would bring it in. We'll screen it. That'd be awesome because I really like that movie. Who's in it? Who stars in it? Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart. Okay, and I don't know who that is. Uh, he's Two Face in the Batman movie. Two Face. He did a movie about a self-help guy with Jennifer Aniston. Who's in Thank You for Not Smoking? Um, oh, that guy, the weird white guy. Yeah. Yes. He has like a scar on his face. Kind of. Yeah. He's got a big dimple chin. Yes, that guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Your wow. favorite uh, Michelle Rodriguez is in there. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Then we get to the alien autopsy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Data starts cutting Slicing them open. Slicing and dicing. Cutting Sli- open the rip, suit. Ripping and tearing. <laughs> he starts cutting open the suit. Ripping and tearing. To get to the real alien inside of the suit. To the GC center. And the and one of the other doctors is like, it's moving, it's moving. It's and it's moving. And he emerges and he's like, fuck y'all motherfuckers. Uh-huh. And he starts mind, not controlling, but yeah. mind. No, uh, yeah, mind controlling. Is it mind control or is it like mind a... control. It's like a frequency, like a... He's a... Uh, 
This is what the alien is doing. Mind control. Mind <laughs> control. You work, 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 work. Well, he also wraps his tentacles around his neck, neck to control his, his vocal, vocal cords. cords. Yeah, yes, that was cool. And so the president comes in and he's like, oh, motherfucking shit, right? Yeah. So he's like, um, can, can we coexist and can there be peace? It's like, no, peace. <laughs> Is you want to you want to read this? So it says peace, no peace. And then he says die. <laughs> great, it was great. Yeah. And I feel like that is what really would happen. And then he made like that mind connection with the president. Oh yeah, he starts so. fucking with his mind. Yeah. And then they're like, "Is that glass bulletproof?" No, sir. Bam, 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 <laughs> bam, bam. And then fucking Adam, fucking uh, Baldwin. Baldwin. Takes him out. Kills all of them. Yeah. So they kill the alien, and this is where Mr. President realizes his we whole gotta plan. We gotta nuke those fuckers. And he's like, fuck them. So nuke them. That's, that's, that's where it. we're fucked. Why? Because Houston gets fucking nuked. Oh, you mean Texas? Texas. <laughs> Houston's made it that far. Well, then that means we're probably still around, too. You think? We have a lot of military bases. They have NASA. 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 It's NASA. NASA. <laughs> Are you talking about NASA? Also. National Aeronautics Space Association. <laughs> I'm going to work on my bait out of my bunker. Don't worry, guys. We'll get this together. So, then, Will shows up. Fucking. He fucking steals a helicopter and starts looking for his fucking girlfriend. And he Vivica, finds her. And he finds her. And I put a how. How could he find her that easily in a fucking city? Yeah. He told her where to go, and she was there. You think so? I mean... Well, that, that happened in real life. That's like... What? I don't think she would have made it, ever. But if she had, that's where the first place I would look. Yeah. Oh, so going back to the whole her finding the keys in the goddamn fucking uh-huh. uh, thing. Truck. Yeah. I would have bought it more if she could hotwire the thing. Yeah. You know? That's the more, just happen to be there. Yeah, that's more believable. But it was a work truck. And people in work trucks, it's like, oh, that's not my fucking car. They don't give a fuck. They're going to leave the keys in there. Alright. It's not their personal car. I think that's uh, something that's happened in the past that was commonplace was before yeah. even our time. People oh, used yeah. to do that, right? Like, yeah, yeah when, when like evil people were so few and far between, but... I Everyone's mean, it wasn't. Terrible. They were. They've always been there. It's just they weren't that smart, and now they're yeah. not smarter. <laughs> so I have a question for you guys. Okay. So Will Smith finds her, brings Vivica A. Fox back in the helicopter, and the president's dying wife. And they're like, "Oh, if we would have gotten to her sooner, blah blah blah." Would you tell your dying wife she's gonna live? I think so. Yeah. Dan, would you tell your imaginary dying wife? <laughs> See, well, in this particular context, she's already been told she's going to die. You think so? I'm quite certain of this. And then it flashes back to the conversation they had when she was in L.A. Uh And she's telling him, she's calling him on this bullshit. She knows when he's lying and when he's not. Oh. And so, you know, then she says, she calls him bullshit when he says, yo, you're just fine. And she's like, liar, yeah. Yeah. So that's but, their way of but saying... But what would you do, though, in that situation? 
anything that you would feel like if I, if I was with my partner who would, I knew was dying but they didn't know I would try to give them as much positive reinforcement yeah. as I could I think I would too what okay. would you do yeah. Would you be like, yeah, bitch, you're dying! <laughs> like, as much of a dick as I am, I'm not going to be like a dick. You're like, bye, bitch. <laughs> Is that I what met you some, do? I met some 20-year-olds. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible person. Bye, bitch. Bye, bye bitch. Bye, bitch. <laughs> and then it becomes July 4th. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Before we get to that, hold on. That little girl is adorable. And where do we know her? May Whitman, guys. Do you know who that is? That's Egg from Arrested Development. What and that's she uh, uh, She's one of the evil exes from Scott Pilgrim. That's all I know. Her. I just knew yeah. her face. But she, she was the, the only female one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. Yes. I feel, like I, I feel like, is she the girl from Love? She was no, she's not the, 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 she the DJ the, girl. Yeah. No, I can see that. But no. She's the daughter in Weeds, also. Oh, okay. To the jealous friend. Also, May Whitman, pretty hot. <laughs> but I thought this little girl is so cute, and they did so good casting her, and she's such a good actress. Yeah. Like, so I, I knew I had to have seen her as an adult somewhere yeah, in yeah. my library in my brain. <laughs> But I couldn't think of where. Yeah, she's in the Duff. I never saw it. It's got Amanda Bynes. I never saw it. Oh my God! What kind of Amanda Bynes fan are you? Not a very good one. I really just like she's the man. <laughs> can we watch that after this, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> Only if we can drink more. Hell yeah! Hell I'll try yeah. my fucking sleeping in. I'm not, but I'll fucking drink whatever. <laughs> okay. Where are we? Sorry. July 4th. Okay, go to July 4th. Drunk Jeff Goldblum. Say it again. What? Where are we, Carlos? July 4th. America, <laughs> fuck yeah. We're on the last day of existence. Yes. <laughs> He's, wait, so I so Drunk Jeff Goldblum, much like Drunk Me, is just kicking stuff around because he's so mad at the world. Like, let's pollute the earth. Let's Let's tear, let's make the earth unusable so they'll go drunk. away. Because he's drunk. Yeah. But like, they're on a military, secret military base. Are they just letting him do this? They don't give a fuck. How much they're not worried about does it. he have? Okay. I don't think they're worried about him. Cool. Alright. They're trying to take down a fucking I, spaceship. I that. Let's not talk about it anymore. <laughs> Damn, where are you on your notes? I'm in the same place here. Uh, that, uh... Yeah, where did he find the bottle? Anyway, I'm sure there's a bottle or two hanging around. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. David beats the defenses of the alien. <laughs> David is. With the help of his Jeff father. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Because his father says, you got a cold? Don't get a cold. Don't catch a cold. I don't want you to catch the floor is cold. Yeah. And this is where I was like, oh, this is this a whole War of the Worlds kind of homage thing? It has to be. Yes. Oh, by the way, speaking of homages, I forgot. In the beginning of this fucking movie, there is a direct fucking homage to Star Wars. How? That spaceship just coming over the camera like that into the frame. Uh-huh. That's a that's a direct Star Wars shot. Like Star Wars, like maybe it's in your that. in your mind. <laughs> no. Did you think about that, Dan? Oh, no, we yeah, said we it. talked about it when we were no. watching it. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of the fucking uh, Star Wars. Imperial 
Star Destroyer. Yeah. A big pizza ship. Mm-hmm. That girl. That's the one. That is. That's. I, don't know. I can't I don't wait know. to introduce you to Star Wars. I don't want to know it. I don't want to be one of those Dorcases. <laughs> too, too late. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, where are we? I have 1776 fight music. <laughs> they start playing that kind of shit, like in the background. <laughs> I can't repeat it. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> That's kind of what I was going to do. I was like, nope, can't do that. <laughs> yep. uh, Jeff Goldblum has a crazy plan. Oh, what is it? To, like, go in... To take the spaceship <laughs> to the mothership and plant it with the virus. Yes. And while the mothership has the virus, it will trickle down to all the small little ships, and that's the time where you do your thing. You do it. You take them out. You take them out. Okay. I'm just going to say, this whole time since I was a child, I never realized they went to outer space to the mothership. I really thought that it was, like, in a... In like, Earth, the atmosphere? In the okay. atmosphere. Like, until today that I paid attention, the whole time I just was watching it, like, eh, it's nighttime, like, they're just... <laughs> I never paid attention, and I'm like, oh, shit, they're actually going to outer space. Yep. And so that's why Will Smith was so excited, because he was going to outer space. Yep. Okay. I probably got that this time. Cool. Here's another thing the movie does. Where, like, military across the globe is like, the Americans have figured it out. The Americans. I'm like, fuck off. You know what? The Chinese are going to beat us. I'm sorry. Chinese, Japan, yeah. everybody else is going to Everyone beat else, us. yeah. All the smarter people Look, than us. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's very it's sad. It's going to happen. You know what? We used to be the number one thing. But we're we not ha- smart. We haven't been for so many years. We're idiots. So, uh, so we're on the base, and uh, they're trying to get pilots that aren't necessarily army pilots, but have flown. So Russell, aka Randy Quaid, is like, "I've flown. I've flown non or whatever." Oh, pilot. Yeah. Yes. That's <laughs> that's a spot on Randy Quaid. Maybe. <laughs> but he's like telling people, he's like, as a side note. I was abducted by these aliens ten years ago, blah blah blah. But they still give him the fucking stink. That's what I wrote. I was like, why are they still giving him attitude or acting like like oh here's this fucking crazy person? Yeah. But they know the aliens are There's here. Aliens. Like it's true. Yeah. Why? It's, it's elitism again. This fucking redneck, quote unquote, drink again. Um, <laughs> is like if they molested me or whatever the fuck. And they're just like, yeah, sure. But it's like... It's like, obviously it's aliens like, are real! They're right here! In the sky, motherfuckers! Yeah. I wrote, he wants revenge, but they see him I like... I love the band. <laughs> but they look at him like, you're fucking crazy. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Like, fuck you. Yep. Alright. Will Smith gets married. I'm at Bill Pullman's speech. The world is celebrating Independence Day. Is that what you're talking about? Bill Pullman's speech. Bill Pullman's speech. The best speech of all time. It, I remember this speech when I first saw this movie. Did you cry? Kind of. Like, <laughs> I wanted to stand up and you give it like yeah. one you, arm in the air. You're like, going to get emotional. Yeah. It's you know what? Weird. Because if it was like Obama saying this, I'd be like... If it was our idiot president now, I'd be like, well, fuck you! <laughs> like, you could probably show this to a teenager that didn't know anything about history, and... You'd be like, this happened in 1994. 
you can edit the that speech to not talk about aliens and yeah, and somebody believe it. I'm sure it's such a good speech. It's a good good writing. Whoever yeah. wrote it, it's yeah, it's, and uh, it gets you pumped to be an American. Yeah. Like, don't fight some yeah. aliens. He is just a national treasure, too. He's, he's yeah. great, yeah. <laughs> you go, boy. <laughs> you, you go, Glenn Coco. You, you go, Bill Pullman. <laughs> yeah, and then that speech has uh, crazy music swelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, mean, it really did, for being an Independence Day movie, obviously, July 4th movie, it made you feel like, oh yeah, proud to be an American. Yeah, oh, yeah. very good. But at the time, it was. But now we're just like, oh yeah, great. Like, Reminds me too that uh, Emmerich also did the Patriot with Mel Gibson. Right. Yeah. Cigars as rituals, like yeah, the, the whole like yeah, sings. the fat lady sings. Yes. I think it's good. It's funny. Yes. Whatever. Uh, I have a little nod to 2001: A Space Odyssey. Where, uh, hello, David. Then when he logs onto the that computer. That was a really nice that's, touch. That's a very fucking Hal thing. That was really cool. Yep. Uh, we have the whole oops talk. Oops, oops. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean, oops? <laughs> I just go boom for you guys. Take a drink. <laughs> oh, they're actually taking drinks. Cool. I was talking to the listeners, but Mandy and Dan just took drinks. <laughs> so I'm all about it. Okay, uh, I thought the most. Okay, wait, wait. So, okay, so we go back to the whole idea of David uh, Goldblum. Yeah. Goldblum. Daddy yeah, Goldblum. No, no, DG. Knowing that it's something as simple as a cold virus going into the system. Yeah. Do you think that that's possible? No. This no? this is one of the most like fucking like ridiculed parts of this movie. Up from the reviews is like, how the fuck is a fucking Windows ninety eight user, <laughs> what no Windows ninety six or whatever the fuck, gonna fucking bust into an alien fucking That's program? What I'm, I'm like, they're gonna be far advanced, more advanced anyway. Yeah. Like how, no matter what we bring to the table, they're gonna shoot it down. Yeah. Like there shouldn't be any way we can outsmart them. Yeah, for real. What do you think, Dan? Yeah, <laughs> but then again, I step into my car and it picks up my phone. <laughs> So, maybe the alien software is like that too. Like. I, I do have another question in the same vein. How does a fucking spaceship from the fifties able to sneak into like that armada? That's like what is that another so, 50, 40 years thinking. later? So did they never advance any further? They right? To yeah. Have. Right. There's some upgraded. They would have had a new model, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit different. That doesn't make any sense, right? For real. I think, but see, the, uh, Goldblum talks about that a little bit, too. He's like, uh, I pictured they were going to pull us back to the mothership. You know, once they got the spacecraft close enough that they were like, oh, hey, we were missing you guys. You were a scout group. We'll bring you in, and mm-hmm. maybe your communications are broken, and you can't talk to us, but we'll put you in here, and we'll sit you in, and then we're going to have a team come and... See what happened to you guys. Okay. That's how they snuck So he in. does say that. Well, he says that to the fact. He's like, no, he says it in one line. He's like, I expected this to happen. Oh, okay. Right. Hmm. okay. Okay. Can I talk about one thing, too? Yeah. Bring it up. That yeah. really is, this is like super nerd. The distance to the moon is 239,000 miles. Okay. Okay. We go back to Tom Hanks' time here, Apollo 13, 
takes three days for the yeah. Apollo <laughs> rocket to yeah. get to the moon. That's a long distance, yeah. Yes. How but long is this? They're in alien spaceships. Okay, they are in alien spaceships. That, that's my Let's go all faster. Let, let, let me do yeah. okay. But please. Our uh, fastest probe. <laughs> took. <laughs> Tell me about your fastest probe, Dan. Yes, eight and a half hours to get to. It didn't stop at the moon, it just swung like, hey. Did it bark at the moon? It howled. It did a. <laughs> it dabbed at the moon? It dabbed at the moon. <laughs> so, like, I was trying to wonder, like, did somebody, like, time this out? Or. Because it, so, it was start early in the daytime, because it was still daytime when they came back. It felt like they were instantly there. Yeah. Like a warp speed. So maybe these spacecrafts just can't go that fast? Maybe. See, but if it wasn't Star Wars... See, I needed Star Wars for the... the, the uh, Hyperspeed. No. <laughs> yeah, I needed yeah. the, the star field to come right Black at me. Black hole no. kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I guess... I don't know. It's fucking a movie, I guess. <laughs> and okay. it's not a great movie. Yeah. Oh, we're almost at the end. Yeah, I might have like three lines left. Yeah. We're, Two lines. We're almost at the iconic ending of this. What 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 other stuff do we want to talk about? Have we missed anything? Hey boys, I'm back. You know, just a <laughs> Wait, classic line. That's, for... that's a line I remember all the time. I got man, what the fuck is uh, this might be a guy thing, but fucking shit with fathers is fucking weird. And, like, just kind of emotion. Like, I feel like guys don't get to be emotional most of the time. So it's, like, super emotional. Yeah. Movies. So, like, this scene, like, where the son is like, Russell, blah, blah, this is my dad, blah, blah. So that's super emotional. And then, like, the whole thing in Armageddon with fucking uh, Ben Affleck and uh, and Bruce Willis. I think it's because like, it's the same with daughters and mothers. Mm-hmm. Same thing. But I think there's always a thing where um, the youth, youth male... Always wants to show their independence, so they they want to they want to be yeah, and maybe he had that useful angst thing too, and they weren't able to come to that closure point. Yeah. Well, uh, and the character was in this movie anyway. Like he, the son was more of a a, a a caretaker figure. Yeah. To the dad. So there's a resentfulness there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like. The dad is finally doing something good, and I don't know. Like, He's proud of him, though. Yeah, yeah, And it, that always kind of, like, chokes me up a little bit. Like, not as much as fucking but because Armageddon. He's, like, he's he's showing that the, he's the like, dad is showing I, him that he's a good person. Yeah, like he's a, it's like, I'm not a total fuck-up. Yeah. Yeah. I can do Which something good I get, for this. I guess that's because fucking dads are fuck-ups. Yeah, men are yeah. terrible. Oh, Hello. Look fuck, at you man. two guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Two not spoken. <laughs> Terrible people. Men are terrible. Just saying. <laughs> You're not lying. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Uh, so, is, and I remember that getting such a laugh in the movies. I still remember that. Laugh? That Wait, what? I'm back! Uh, that, that was such a fucking, like, people fucking lost their shit. Yeah. They love that. <laughs> and, like, you know, in the theater, okay, cool, you're with the people. And, like, now it's just like, oh, my God, like, really? It's so like, corny. It's really kind of corny. What happened to that guy? Is he so He's like- crazy now. Is he? he uh, yeah. If you want to follow his Twitter, he posts naked pictures every once in a while. Of what? Of him. No way. Him and his lady or some shit. Yeah, he's gone off. In the he's, he's gone off the deep end. Randy oh, Craig, yeah. Oh, what happened? It's Randy, right? Randy. Yeah. So he... 
We had some tax evasion problems too. Oh, yeah, poor guy. Yeah. So what's his, what's his brother? Uh, Dennis. Which is frailty. I think yeah, the one with the uh, dragonfly. Uh, oh, which one? With a, his wife had a little dragonfly tattoo, uh, and he. He's also in frequency. Frequency. I'll look it up later. He's in the rookie. By baseball, it's a Disney movie. On it. I keep thinking of D.P. Sweeney. Jesus. Put it in your... Keep it in your pants, man. <laughs> <laughs> that guy from the first episode? We're in episode like... I love, love D.P. Thank you. Okay. I'm emotional too many times in this movie. <laughs> Why? This movie knows how to fucking work. It plays emotions. with the heartstrings. Yeah. Like, really it really It would be a Toby Keith song if it were yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a country valley. It really did, like... And I don't know if it's because... It's Dennis Quaid. Oh, yes, okay. I kept... I I don't know if it's because I'm over-emotional it's, this week. It, you know what? No, no, no. It's not, it's not just that. Like, this movie does that on... Like, that's what Michael Bay does, too. Like, you know, they know how to... Fuck Michael Bay. I don't get the most... Ruin my childhood, Michael Bay. I mean, look, no, like, besides Transformers. Like, look, Pearl Harbor is not a good movie, but it'll... Do Michael... Does that Michael Bay? Yeah. Oh, I did like that movie. Yeah. He, okay. like, but he knows how to fucking work, like, the general populace's emotions, like, mm-hmm. with music and, like, with these, like, weird iconic shots of just, like, Americana. Like, fucking Armageddon, I love that movie Is so that much. Too? Yes. Oh, and, but it's not a, a quote-unquote good movie, even though it is in the Criterion Collection. I like it. Like, I know, I, I like that movie, but, like... Every time it fucking gets me, and I'm he like, he knows how I know, to make you cry. He knows how to make you cry. He knows how to. Transformers like, does that to no, me. no, no, no. He does those good elements too. You got the singing too. Yeah, like, he yeah. he knows how to put good music and like these shots and just he knows how to work your like, emotions mm-hmm. and, and that's a respectable thing to do. Yeah, this movie does that too. Yeah, and it, it made me teary eyed quite a few times. But I was like, am I over emotional right now? Nope. Or it's it's okay. just the movie. It's how it gets. Like I remember like being really emotional when I was a kid. I was just like, oh my god, like yeah, we're fighting back, and yes, Independence Day. Not like in a fucking like you know I'm gonna join the army way, but just like yeah, America, fuck yeah, basically. <laughs> Like, but not in a fucking like sarcastic way, you yeah. know. Like it's a, it's kind of like when the Olympics happen and you yeah, and you all of a sudden yeah, like and you're, kind of, <laughs> and you're a little bit proud to be an American. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he blows up the spaceship. Bye-bye. Smith and Goldblum blow up the mothership. And that was a big explosion. Yeah, I made note about that because. I mean, you would think huge junk in space would totally throw off the... Are you talking you know, about me again, Dan? <laughs> huge junk? Yeah, uh-huh. buddy. Uh, you know, it would t- throw off the tides. It would throw off, you know, oh, yeah. all wow. that stuff coming to Earth. But, you know, it ended up being yeah. such little pieces that they they beat the fireworks yeah. that was going to talk about. And then Jeff Goldblum says the line that I just caught for the very first time. Go faster. We must go faster. He, that's the fucking line from Jurassic Park. What the fuck? Does he say that? He's yeah, because he's in the back of the jeep. In the back of the jeep. In the the rear view mirror. that exact he's words. Like, yes. Go faster. We must go faster. Yes, because I've seen Jurassic Park so many times because it's almost a perfect movie. I'm gonna look it up. So I have Walk of Victory. 
Uh-huh. Fucking Will Just Smith. the walk is what I have. And Jeff Goldblum fucking walking towards Jeff us. Jeff Goldblum and that fucking... His hips are like sexy unhinged. Sexy ass walk that he does. His like. hips are amazing. He's like swaying. It's not even just his hips, it's his shoulder. He's oh, like, really? He's like... He's, fucking Goldblum knows how to sex it up. What the fuck? How did I never catch this as a kid? But it's not real sexy. It's kind of sexy. It's, it's like a sexy. funny sexy. It's funny uh, sexy. Yeah. It's not sexy to me. It's sexy to you. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't just go in your pants, baby? Oh, what? You love him. I do love him. Just marry him already. No, he has a wife and a kid. <laughs> He's not a homeworker. He's gone. Is shit blowing up, like spaceships blowing up the same as fireworks? Is all. Because Will Smith saw, see? I found some fireworks, didn't I? And I'm like, is that the same thing? Like, fucking destruction is like fireworks? <laughs> oh, no. I was thinking that too. Yeah, I don't know. Ridiculous. All right, let's let's get our questions for Dan in. All right, Dan. Okay, Dan. Do you believe in aliens? Do I believe in aliens? I believe in the possibility of aliens. Yes. And the possibility. Okay. Okay. I'll take that. Okay. What's your favorite alien movie, Dan? My favorite alien movie. Well, just because we talked about it earlier, I'm going to talk about uh, Battle Los Angeles. Okay. Battle Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty pretty good. It's more of a guy, kind of a shoot 'em up kind of, but it's definitely got aliens. Oh, that's a big change of pace for so, a lot of these alien movies. A guy movies? <laughs> if we're being back, that's the movie you want to watch. Yeah, I think it'd be okay. okay. I think uh, it's been on TV. I've never seen, it, seen it. So. And, uh, Is that like how it. Donald Faison? No, it doesn't. Oh, that's Skyline. Never mind. We talked about Skyline because that one guy looked like the guy could have grown up to be the guy mm. in Skyline. He's an attractive guy. Okay. Uh, would we recommend this movie? Would you recommend this movie to somebody young who hasn't seen it? Yes, but I'd I'd I'd, I'd enter the caveat of it's pretty cheesy. It's not good, but it's fucking entertaining as fuck. Like, watch it. Like, it's not it's not gonna change the world, but it's a it. solid movie. Yeah. Dan, would you recommend it to a younger person? Oh, definitely. Uh, I've got a whole captive audience at work that I was asking, hey, sir, what, you, what should I see? You know, this would definitely be something that I'd, yeah. I'd okay. add to that. Maybe? I would definitely recommend it to everybody because it'll make you believe in the American spirit, even though it's not there right now. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. And that is it. And goodbye. What? Um, no, but uh, so we got social media stuff to promote. Okay. Dan. Do you want to know? Do you want uh, anyone you can, to know where to you follow you? You can follow me at uh, Casario Dan on Instagram, and that's about it. Cool. Carlos, who can follow you at where? Zombie Studio on Instagram and probably Twitter. I haven't been on there in a while because it's a garbage fire. So how do you print? How do you spell that? C O M B U Studio. Mandy, you can follow me at amateur underscore wino on Instagram. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can. It's Mandy CJ. I don't really know. I don't remember your <laughs> handle. Is it a dorkumentary on there? Let me check. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I've stopped twittering for a while. Well, what, the handle is at Mandy underscore. Oh yeah, uh, Mandy underscore CJ. Yeah. And you can follow the podcast at Face Chuggers on Instagram and 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 Twitter, even though. We haven't really What's the best answer. way to get a hold of you guys? Cause uh, you can email us. Email us facechuggers at gmail.com. You can also message us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. 
Twitter's probably the least responsive yeah. one. Yeah, we don't get all that. Or you can uh, text Mandy at 210. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Mandy, what's our next movie? Oh, shit. Next week we are doing... Star. Shit. Troopers! I'm going to look forward to that. Yeah. Mandy and I are going to the actual theater to watch that. Yeah, so it might not be a super long episode, but we'll we'll get it Uh, together. I think we'll talk about some good stuff. Okay. Uh, Thank you for listening. Sorry this episode is so long, but you're on break. Just enjoy it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Dan, thanks for coming on. My pleasure. Uh, we'll, We'll try to have you back. Yeah. Alright guys, thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.